Hi everyone and welcome to Over the Rainbow Show with your host Bob Brown on Monday the 17th of August at 3pm Eastern Time, 12 o'clock Pacific Time and 8pm UK Time and to all the listeners from around the world you can go to Beacon of Light Radio Chat on Facebook or you can Skype me at Beacon Light Radio. Well, my last show with Andrew Collins, um, after the show was over, Susan found something uh, 20 more minutes past uh, where an alien voice came through. Um, we've done a lot of work on it, and by all accounts, there's some more voices coming through on 51 minutes. Loads of people have downloaded the show, and, and they're fascinated by it. So we'll keep you in touch what happens later. Well, my guest today is Indigo Phoenix. Uh, a partner at Dan Gleaves will be coming on maybe the second half of the show or may join in with Indigo. Indigo is a natural-born international psychic transmedium with a unique gifts of spiritual communication, transfigurations, clairvoyance, and precognitive ability with a bloodline that can be traced back to ancient Egypt and a generation of Roman gypsies. Can we please welcome Indigo to the show? Hello there. Hey, Bob. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you very much. Um, I know we tried to do this show on Friday, um, but the storms were coming in. and Anyway, we're here today on this Monday. I know you've been receiving lots of information from Spirit about upcoming events and preparation for writing a post, um, predictions and things like that. Um, where do you want to start? Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a good question, where to begin. Um, yeah, I mean, as you know, well, 2020, what a year. <laughs> It feels like the longest year of my life, yet the shortest year of my life. I don't know if you feel the same way, Bob, but it's certainly uh, the year of kind of Armageddon, I would say. So I guess that's kind of pulled me out of retirement um, with the kind of pre uh, predictions and the precognitive. Because as you know, um, obviously, sort of my main thing is with the psychic mediumship. Um, but I do have the precognitive abilities, but I don't normally use them too much unless there's uh, a need for that or if there's kind of world events to happen. And certainly with 2020, there's definitely world events happening, as we all know. And I think we've seen it online, you know, mm. people joking about, you know, what's coming next, alien invasion. <laughs> so that's kind of got me back into doing my remote viewing um, and channeling higher sources um where i've just been noting down my visions my predictions and putting them back out online for the year ahead and just um trying to connect with other people as well and other psychics around the world to see if they're also feeling similar stuff um so i don't know i mean are you would you like me to sort of go into details about the things i've seen or to talk a bit yeah. about what remote is or places you've seen Okay, um, so let me start off with remote viewing because some people may not know what it is. Um, so remote viewing is very different to psychic sides. Um, psychic is very different. We have many different takes. Some people believe, you know, uh, being psychic is going to hinder you being able to do remote viewing. Um, you don't actually have to be psychic to remote view. Um, some people believe it actually can prevent you from getting um, high results with that but for me um, I haven't found it really a, a problem I just have to work very differently and just be very aware of when I'm working remotely not to mix it up with the psychic sides um, remote viewing is great if you want to be able to view places and not be there physically so for example i can tap into seeing um halfway across the world i can go to landmarks um i can see things flagging up 
um, you know, somebody could send me coordinates and ask me, what can I see in this location? Um, so I decided to do a mixture of different um, kind of experiments, I guess. Um, but let me stress with what I was doing, I wasn't kind of being really strict with the remote viewing. Because I'm doing it from home, um, I'm doing a mix of different things. Whereas if I was, say, working for the government or I was working for a different organ- organization, it would be under very strict um, circumstances. It would be very controlled. I wouldn't be able to be mixing it. I would have to be strictly keeping to the protocol of that. Um does that make sense? Do you, I mean, I can go into more details about that and why they do that. Yes, please, yes, because please. I'm sure the listeners out there um, don't know a lot about remote viewing and, and what it entails. So it'd be great, good, good for you to explain to uh, um, the people out there as well. Okay, so, you know, there's so many different takes on remote viewing and how it should be done and what kind of... Um, setting it should be done in so with remote viewing i can do remote viewing with um seeing remotely on somebody's body so i can scan the body and see if they've got um health issues um i can see issues what's going on and we're able to kind of like fix um the problem and then i channel that with psychic stuff um so i'm remotely tuning into that i can do remote house clearances and cleanses So I don't have to actually go to the house. I do go physically, um, but with remotely the way I work, I can scan somebody's house. I can see if there's a portal. I can see if there's a block, an issue. I can see what's going on from there. Also, the same as healers can work remotely to send remote healing. I can do that also because it's remote. Um, Equally, if somebody is looking for a person, I can, uh, and they come to me, and say look you know we're having missing person do you know where they are can you maybe locate them then I can from my home I'll ask normally for a photo of that person to be able to connect in with them I don't like to be given too much information because too much information can then murky it it can overload um Mm. the process okay and that's when that will trigger the psychic side which then is deemed kind of a fail it's not deems of remote viewing then um and then from that photo i will be able to then uh and then i'd normally ask look where was the last person this person was seen okay so i like to pinpoint a landmark as such so whether that was in the county from there i'll work from like a timeline of events to try and track where they are so you can do that with that um also you can locate um people that have been murdered it's not an easy process um and also again with what i did recently with trying to pick up kind of world events and things that were going to be coming i decided to try and do that remotely so with a map in front of me i decided to kind of scan the map look at different locations um and then see where my eye was drawn so for example i put a post out a couple of days ago and uh i started with the brooklyn bridge as my landmark and then I moved from there with different coordinates and picked up different things um then that triggered also then world events I started to see happening um the thing with remote viewing is with missing people it can be difficult because if the person is alive normally they're going to be moving about you know they're moved from different uh, facilities um Mm. or you know if then they pass over and then move to another place so that can be difficult because if the person is constantly moving it makes it harder to remote view whereas if the person is deceased obviously it's easier because they're going to be in one location so that's easier to kind of pinpoint yeah can i just ask you a question susan's in the chat room she said i've been able to remote view to locations a few times however i have done the body scans etc more often is there any advice you have to work on this as far as locations go anywhere. So, sorry, can you just, I don't understand the question fully. Can you just explain that more? Is she asking it's me this, how to do, do uh, it? To is do there it? any advice you have, have to work on this, like body scans and remote viewing for locations? 
as far as locations go anyway. So she wants to know about when you're doing remote viewing about locations. Well, how to get better with um, narrowing it down. Yeah. It's just it's just a case of practice, really. I mean, obviously, you know, when you're body scanning, it's it's very it's it's a similar process, but it's a different energetic thing. So I would say with any forms, if you're trying to do remote viewing, um, I would say take out the healing side. OK, um, because I would work differently with that. So we'll keep to literally trying to um, pinpoint locations. So as I said at the start, I would start with getting a world map in front of you sitting there. Um, and then having a look at the map and seeing where you're, where you're kind of um, drawn to. And then from there, kind of like then working on the map to see other locations and then trying to um, get the coordinates. It's just a case of like practicing. So, for example, I mean, a, a perfect way of practicing, you could get a friend and you could get a friend to uh, get an item of something whatever they want to choose, but obviously for them not to tell you and have them like place it somewhere locally. So whether that's around the corner in a local park, you know, start off small. Okay. And then get a map in front of you of the local area and then um, sit and tune in with your friend's energy and then try and then see, you know, have a pen, have a piece of paper. The, the trick is not to overthink it. If you start to overthink it, that's when you're going to get kind of white noise. It's going to be yeah. kind of like chaotic. And you just let your hand flow and you just go to whatever comes to you, as crazy or as random as that may seem, while also then looking at the map and then just circling different locations. And then once you say circled three different locations, you zone in again. And then you ask, okay, why am I getting these three different locations? And then you kind of then start to try and rule out the location. So you cross one out, then another. Um, and then you'll find often you'll either have two locations you're drawn to or maybe one. And then you'll start to then try and really then envision what that location looks like. And obviously you're going to see on the map, you know, certain sort of signs there. So you might be drawn to a river. So then you go, okay, why am I being drawn to the river? And then you can imagine in your mind that you're like a, like you could be, some people like to pretend that or envision that they're kind of like a bird's eye view, almost like a bird or an eagle. Other people don't like to do that. They just literally like to just zone in and imagine that they're getting like a 360 um, kind of, you know, like on Google Maps, how it moves around. Mm. You know, just zoning in really and then you look at the pictures of what you're drawing I mean in the very start of remote viewing um, again you're not going to get a lot I mean unless you're really lucky it depends on if you're a natural at it or if you're having to kind of like really build and work hard so often you might just get squiggles you might just get a circle a lot of the information you're going to get is probably not going to make sense to you and as you work you'll start to draw more detailed things okay so you may then start to draw an actual bridge you might start to write down um, numbers which then will uh, tally in with coordinates and then again you look at the the map um also the issue with remote viewing is at the time you again may not understand what you're getting and that might take time to then understand it and it might not be until after the event or something that it makes sense um but the more you do it it will start becoming more clearer um but also with remote viewing even the people that are deemed say top in the world okay normally will only be 60 percent accurate and also, if you get any other things that are not linked with that location or that item, it's then deemed a fail. So people think from like viewing, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's great. But in the long run, it can do its purpose. But I would say that um, it isn't the most effective tool. I would say um, hands down, precognitive. Or even if you can learn to do astral projection, I would say that astral projection would be more accurate if it can be mastered than remote viewing because with yeah. astral projection you can literally go anywhere you can get inside <laughs> you can get inside military bases now let me stress i wouldn't advise that for people to do um you can get into locations you could see say where the person was being held hostage you could get yeah. really fine detail down to the street street's name you could do that with remote viewing but as i said you know some of the top people in the world are deemed 
only 60% accurate, whereas with remote viewing, it can be up to 100% accurate if it's mastered correctly. Yeah, I'm sure she's, um, she's listening to all that anyway. So, yeah, so you've, you've done predictions as well for the year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've done quite a lot, to be honest. It's difficult because it's so much that's coming up. And um, it's, as I said, this year has been so, so intense. Um, and the thing with the visions, okay, they can alter with different timelines. Um, they may be coming sooner. They may be coming, you know, six months' time. But I definitely know energetically we're at a very crucial point in humanity. And also that's linked with the vibration. Um, I do think the world is doing a bit of a reset at the moment, uh, Mother Nature. And I do think there's going to be a hell of a lot more natural, what we class natural disasters happening. Um, and this is also linked very much with, I think, the vibration currently with where we're at globally. And that also is linked with um, kind of the vibration. And I spoke about this, I think, in a couple of other radio interviews with you about the importance of our vibration and energetically and on the ritualistic sides of um, where we're focusing and pulling our attention, especially around the corona, the pandemic. I think the world is really very much in a fear-based state at the moment. And that's understandably with all the events, it can be quite scary. I mean, because most people are not psychics or, or healers. So for the, for the mainstream, you know, they're like, they're, they're in fear, it's uncertainty, and they don't know what's happening. But it's so important to keep the vibration high, because we're very dense at the moment, energetically. And also, I feel unconsciously, this is also causing a lot of the world events to come. And yeah. some of the things that are, that's already happening, energetically, because we're focusing in a very fear based state. Um, but I've seen that there will be more earthquakes to come definitely um i wrote a lot of things down so i'm going to read from from what i've written down because uh, there's so much there that's a good thing to do yeah i like to put it down because it's, it's so much coming in and i just want to state as well it may sound almost like oh my god you know well she's put like literally every circumstance down so of course one thing's gonna happen but it's it's more than that. The thing is, because as I said, energetically, we're in such a dense vibration at the moment, it is creating such a pressure build. Um, I put this out again uh, about a week ago. I felt like my head has been in a pressure cooker and I asked, has any other healers or psychics been feeling the same? I keep waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m. and I cannot sleep. And I always have this happening before major things um, start and it's all linked again energetically with the with the pressure um, I feel as I said um, there will be earthquakes to hit and I think there's going to be multiple ones I don't just see one I only see like three to four there may be a few mini ones and then there's definitely going to be a big one um, and there's already been signs of this already that's that's happened um I already timestamped, as I said, and put out my predictions on the 12th of August. And since then, um, there have been signs that a big earthquake is to come. What I'm going to do is just literally read what I put out on my Facebook. And then if listeners want to connect down, you know, after the show, they can see that. Um, so um, in my visions, I've been shown um, that I feel either a tsunami or the big earthquake will hit around, I think, East Area. I feel it would be possibly Indonesia or Singapore area, okay? Um, as I said with the right viewing, it's only 60% accurate, generally. Um, I tried to really pinpoint a location. I tried three to four times, but again, I just kept being shown around Indi Indonesia and Singapore. Um, it was almost like I could see the land where it's very fertile. There's a lot of like greenery. Um, so this is why I was drawn to Indonesia area. Um, and as I said, I feel more drawn towards a tsunami. Um, 
but there's definitely like an eruption. I just see it. I really see that in the Far East. Or there will be a major event there, which will be linking around that. I feel it will be off the coast, and I feel it will cause ripple effects across the islands. Um, and I do think there will be waves of, of kind of like devastation from that. So I feel like it's going to be a ripple effect. So it's not just going to be Far East Asia being affected, okay? This is going to affect the whole world in some way. Um, as I said, I see it hitting the news. I feel the quakes and floods will cause massive damage to the coastlines and the communities around there, okay? Because I see the sea level rising and it could even reach as far as Australia and America. Um, and already, as I said, after putting this post out, there were signs picked up around Britain and also in America that potentially um, there may well be an earthquake to come i was really drawn to the carolina uh, state uh, side of things like the southwest um and also california um i also kept picking up like tourist points and landmarks um again which led me around the coast coastal area um i also again saw like a panic eruption now i don't know if this is because energetically it's just where humanity is at with all the build-up with everything, but I saw kind of like lava and liquids coming out of the core of the earth. So this is in a vision state, by the way. So for me, when I normally get symbols like that, and the volcano was so clear, I do think it is going to be linked with an actual natural disaster or possibly a volcano uh, becoming active. There may well be a tornado of some sort, okay, linking around America, or I don't think it's going to be Far East. I feel around America for some reason. Um, but I just feel build up a big pressure. Um, it may be going towards Hawaii area um, or towards the Far East, the tropics. Um, but I just see so much natural disasters happening before the end of the year, but also next year. But I feel September is a real trigger point with this. And I do think by the end of September, there will be more signs, movements, or the news covering that there will be some sort of natural disaster there. Um, I also was kind of drawn to the Middle East, around Dubai and Egypt. I don't see an earthquake there, but I just feel like there's going to be reoccurring issues. Um, And I also picked up with Russia as well. Um, I also kind of, when I viewed the right viewing, I kind of went into space on like a satellite kind of, view and I feel there's movements around there and also planetary and planets okay and I feel again Earth's energy starting to affect um, space okay with the planets Um, I also felt like meteorite activities um, because I saw kind of like shooting uh, stars and also meteorites falling from the sky and then I had NASA uh, flagging up with having issues I also see uh, EMP pulse um, activity and issues possibly caused by solar flares, causing power problems and issues with people also feeling sick, stomach problems, insomnia, especially psychics feeling the static energy and feeling blocked. Um, And this is also linked with not being able to sleep. Um, I also feel that there may well be an assassination attempt on Trump. I already had seen there'd been, I think, three to four. I know that some have already been released in the um, public forum, but I just I just feel that there's going to be a very significant one. And I also got the JF Air, JFK airport flagging up when I was trying to tune in to see what was happening. Um, I do think that a big attempt is going to be happening by the end of the year um, for him, okay? I do think it, it could possibly be successful, and I hope that I'm wrong with that because, as I've always said in interviews, you know, I know, like, politically people are draw, uh, divided and different takes, but I really don't wish death on anyone at all. Yeah. Um, I just... And if it's not like the Jeff Kennedy like airport being linked nearby um so that could be that the people that tried to do it and i say people because i feel that there's going to be two people linked with this they may well be flying in from the airport or they may be flying out okay or it could be almost like a jfk 
style assassination. Okay, um, but I'm not 100% sure with that. As I said, when I tried to zone in with the timelines, um, I was getting distracted by explosions and then I saw a plane exploding and fragmenting as well. So I'm not sure if that is going to be connected with Trump or if this is going to be something else happening. As I said, 2020, there's going to be so many things happening from world events to politics to kind of terror attacks and attempts there. Um I just see multiple plots and multiple enemies for him. And I do think that if, it, if anything happens, the Russians may well be blamed. But I want to state that I don't see it actually being a Russian person who has done this. I mm. think this is going to be on American soil. And I do think it's going to be American lips. OK, um, I've also seen three other possibilities with the timeline. OK, I've got the shootings. I've got the explosions. But again, I just feel this is all linked with different um, scenarios um, being planned out because the psychic level, when I tune in, it's like a film. So I'm going to see what people are thinking, plotting. So there's all these kind of attempts that are not hitting the news. So it's almost like alternative realities that I'm picking up on. Um, but I do think there's going to be movement around November time. So taking us around the end of the year december november um but each time I, I tune in it's almost like just shock waves okay um mm. so that's kind of what i picked up there um i just feel well, around mid-august i know what i've got to ask you as well uh, i think i've talked about this years ago about martial law coming in yeah yeah I just, I feel, again, like this is so much happening. I mean, I said this with my other kind of predictions on my timeline. I just, I feel already we're starting to see it. With Britain, it's a little bit more subtle, but around the world, as I stated before with China, um, you know, that's already come in hard. I predicted that martial law would come in. I saw riots. Yeah. I saw civil unrest. Um, I saw um, protests. I do think that we're going to have more of that happening by the end of the year. I spoke already uh, six months ago before it was even being spoken about, and I was highly ridiculed for it. I said that we would start to go cashless. We would end up being cashless. We wouldn't be able to use money, that there would be track and trace, there'd be um, chip and pin being bought in, and that's already being bought in now, and we're already yes. practicing cashless. Um, I know some people believe that it's a temporary thing. It's not. It's already started, as I said, six months ago. Um, moving into next year, I just think they're going to keep it. We're going to literally not have cash anymore. Um, but they're going to be doing it more subtly. I said that, well, I tried to warn that there would be mandatory vaccines coming in. And they're already talking about that. Um, I do think that's really going to be pushed. And I do feel that if people are going to want to travel, it's not going to be right now. I do think it's going to be either by the end of the year or going into next year. I think they're going to come up with some sort of kind of health passport or almost showing, you know, you've had the vaccine um, or it's going to literally be if you want to travel, you're going to have to have a vaccination, which yeah. is false. And I also try to warn people again about children that if they want to go back to school, they're going to start trying to push the vaccines, um, which is going to cause a massive divide, which is already happening, which is going to um, force people to really start protesting, which will probably lead to riots again. Um, <clears throat> I also think that the healthcare is massively dividing. Um, I already think that, you know, I mean, here in England, it's we have the NHS in America, it's already privatized. And I tried to yeah. warn people again that the NHS would be privatized and it's going to be sold if it hasn't already. I see it collapsing and I do see it going fully private like the USA. Um, I think that's going to be more felt by the middle of next year. Um, politics wise, um, I, I feel like the people that were really in power. I feel like they're going to start falling. And I think we're already seeing this as I spoke about the Vatican um, and, and other things. I think now people are really starting to realise they don't need to be ruled by politicians. And I think there will be a divide. I think you're going to start seeing more people building their own communities. I think you're going to see more people going off grid. 
and wanting to go more eco, building their own communes, okay? They're not wanting to be controlled by the politics, by um, the government, okay? They're not trusting it, they're seeing it. But then you've also got other people that are really following it blindly and they're stating, no, they're doing it for our safety, they're trying to help us, it's all great. Well, you're really going to see friction there, to be honest, with the people, okay? So I really think, I know we're speaking about martial law, but I think you're going to start seeing civil unrest with actual people, people turning against people, and even people that you never thought would. There's already a massive divide in the spiritual community that's already happening. You've got one sector that, you know, are like, this is one big conspiracy. And then you've got the others that are like, no, it's not a conspiracy. But I want to say that there is a conspiracy, but I think people are being blinded. I think there's a conspiracy above the conspiracy. And the conspiracy above the conspiracy <laughs> is... <laughs> yeah, I'm getting real deep now. I'm going to throw something else in. The conspiracy above the conspiracy, it's its pretty basic. It's, it's causing divides. It's causing people to go against each other. So whether you're for corona or against corona or the pandemic, it really doesn't matter. We should not be focusing on this and we should not be fo focusing about forced uh, vaccines or whether you believe it's going to be mandatory, whether we should. And even with the mask um, argument, again, it's the government. It's all um, divides. It's all distractions, which, again, is creating us to be in a lower vibration. And everything comes down to the vibration sense. So does that, I'm kind of going off at so many tangents here, but is it making sense? Oh, of course it does. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's making a lot of sense. But a lot of what you're saying, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's all I can say is, okay, we already know, like, this year is intense. It really, really is. Um you know, and I'm always being accused of, oh, Indigo, you're doom and gloom. God, give us give us some positive predictions. Give us some positive stuff. But no, I can't do that. Like, I don't pick and choose the information that I'm getting. Like, I'm a channel. And I channel what source needs to tell me what I need to tell people. You know, I wish I could say, oh, my God, 2020 is going to be an amazing year. And I said that already when I was on the radio with you. Um you know, that I did not feel that 2020 was going to be the golden year. You know, we've got some light workers saying this is an amazing year. No, I disagree. In some ways, okay, it is good because people are now awakening. They're being forced to. They've got no choice, you know. Whether you're a non-believer or a skeptic, I think even the harshest skeptic is starting to kind of scratch their head and saying, this is not normal, you know. So on the positive, you've got people that were really anti-conspiracy theory, theories, and now they're even stating, you know, there's something a bit more going on than meets the eye. Um, I, and I do think it's going to bring people closer together. And as I said, with awakening, more and more people are going to start kind of taking back the power, awakening up, researching. But equally, I feel it's got a bit crazy with the whole kind of... Um, with the Vatican side, the kind of Illuminati side, the dark side, it's real. We know this is real. I've known this has been real for years, but equally there's a balance. And I think that some people are starting, and especially light workers, the danger is they're getting drawn too much into it. And, you know, this is my take. It might not be for everyone, but I just think they need to be a bit careful because everything they're saying is about, you know, Hashtag free the children, underground sex slaves, you know, sex trafficking. Yes, it's been going on. It's been going on for centuries. Um, it's, it's horrible. But the problem I know, is... Sorry, Bob. I know, um, you've had a lot happen to you and Dan as well this last year. Um, yeah. Can you tell the li listeners what's been happening to you both? Yeah. Um, well, I'm just going to finish off what I was saying there because it's yeah. really important with the um, with the with the divide of what's happening with the kind of uh, the the ritualistic and the divide there. They're putting their attention to this, and the high elites, you know, they're not that stupid to be, you know, they're highly intelligent. So they're not going to be, you know, all these pictures, all this stuff is suddenly being released now. 
it's not a coincidence. So all I would say is just be very careful not to get so sucked into it because if you start tuning in and looking into it and going on about it, your vibration is going to match that and it's not going to help. You need to be in a high vibration and that links in with what I was saying at the start about energetically, we have to hold a high vibration. So we know there's a lot of darkness going on. We know the spiritual warfare, but we don't want to get consumed and sucked into it. We have to be keeping in a high frequency. Exactly. Totally agree with everything you're saying there. You get involved with stuff like that, you get drawn into it. But then it's causing the divide and it's causing us to fight with each other. And again, that makes it no better because, you know, we're talking about the politics and being governed and being free and uniting and working together. And this is also why I see there's going to be um, more communes being built, which are going to be off grid, because I think more healers, more psychics and people that aren't even that who are waking up, they're like, we don't want to have forced vaccines. We don't want to be controlled. We don't want to be wearing a mask and then being fined or threatened to be imprisoned. So I think with England, the whole martial law, it's not going to be a dictatorship like China, but we're seeing it already creeping in that you can't go into a store unless you wear a mask. You, Even if you are exempt, you're being questioned, you're being ridiculed. And then on yeah. top of that, you're having the public turn against you. The people that are actually still trying to stand up and fight for what's left of our freedom and our human rights, we're being turned against. You know, people are saying you're selfish, you're ignorant for not wearing a mask. And it's it's more complex than that. Um, so it's already happening there. And the government knew it's just all playing out. But I've always believed there's always been a divine plan that's playing yeah. out and it has to kind of take its course. Um, but I do think that the attention needs to focus more on learning to become self-sufficient, learning to live more off grid. Um I don't see it getting any better. I just think that it's going to get more restricted, as I said, when the vaccines get pushed up because they're coming and that will be next year, definitely. Um, I think we need to just start learning how to live off, off you know, grow our own fruit, our, our medicines. We need to start becoming informed of our actual rights. Um, and I really think now is the time because I think if we leave it, it's going to get to a point where we're not going to have so much choices. We can already see that travel is becoming yeah. problematic, the whole quarantine. I also think there will be another virus to come, but it will be different. It's not going to be the coronavirus. I think it will come from possibly the Far East or a different country. Um, and I think around the winter time, that's when it's going to kind of hit. Um, I just think that this whole pandemic thing is almost like it's a warning to say, look, there's going to be more viruses to come. And again, that's going to fit with the whole uh, vaccines. You know, the government are going to say, look, you know, there could be another pandemic or something else. So we must have the vaccine to to stop that. Yes. It's true. And more to come. Sadly, yeah. Unfortunately. And this is, um, this is it just makes you wonder what, what the like the government are back are all this as well. Um, true, what you're saying about vaccine, um, they'll want everybody to have a vaccine. Yeah, you can see it coming a mile off. I mean, I tried to warn this a long time ago. I mean, you've seen it with the flu, flu jabs and things. I mean, I personally don't see how it's going to work or help because they've even stated that it will only last i think about six months if you have it and then you have to have two more of it or it's not lasting um and it doesn't completely make you immune so i mean for me what's what's the point of that you know you're just having a poison put into your system and they don't know it's going to completely work and you need to ha keep having it and that's just crazy it's crazy and it's so convenient because you know i know pharmaceuticals and to come up with a so-called cure or vaccine can take years. And then suddenly they've come up with it, you know, within less than really? six months. Yeah. It takes, like you say, it takes years. It's got to be out there. You've got to, they've got to test it on people first. And that can take up to a year anyway to make yep. sure it's safe. Yep. 
And another thing I just want to say, I know I'm jumping around here and it's really difficult because as a psychic and a channeler, I'm kind of open and then I'm getting all this kind of information. It's just like, oh, quick, just get it out and say it because I know it's relevant for different people. Um, another thing just to be careful of, okay, especially as a psychic or a healer, um, you know, with the third eye, um, it's really important, the crown chakra and the third eye, because that's your sight, that's your visions, that's where it's all linked, okay? I've also noticed another thing that's very alarming, um, and this is going to sound very conspiracy, but it's a fact, um, anyone that understands energy, they've now got, you know when they test your temperature to see where it's at, it's almost like a gun, it looks like a, a scan yes. gun, okay? And they shine at your forehead, so... Yes, right. So someone tried to do that to me recently, and I, I really was not very happy about that. I, I declined it, and I refused it. You know, I said, look, you can you can take my temperature on my wrist. You can do it in any other part of my body, but I'm not happy with you shining that laser at my, my third eye, basically. Um, you know, and they asked me why, and I'm like, well, because I'm psychic, and that's my third eye. It's my third eye. It's my crown. It's my third eye chakra, and you're, yeah. you're pointing this laser beam at my crown chakra and my third eye. And anyone who understands this knows if you're having that shine there, it's going to cause issues. It's either going to throw it out of sync or it could block it. And I personally, again, like the people doing it, they have no idea. You know, they're, they're young. They're following instructions. But behind that, I do think certain people do know what that does. So, again, I just want to say to other people, know your rights. And, uh, you know, if, if you're a psychic or a healer, I personally wouldn't allow to have that stun gun shined at your third eye. Ask to have it somewhere else in your body. Great. Yeah. I totally agree with you there as well. And get it out there more. Yeah. And I, I also it. think uh, the stock market's going to crash as well. I see that coming. I mean, I saw that again six months ago before... Uh, the shops were kind of being wiped out and then the shortages. I feel the stock market will crash next year, okay? We don't really feel it now because everyone's in a really party vibe, you know? They're kind of coming out of lockdown and everyone's wanting to eat. You know, you've got 50% off food here, so everyone's trying to live that up. But I don't think we're going to see the real fallout until next year. I think you're going to see the, heist, the, house, prices, uh, the house prices really soaring, I think they're going to go sky high. I think petrol's going to go really high. You're going to see a lot more losses of jobs. I think a lot of big retailers are already closing or will start to close down. And they're going to, you're going to see like a mass wave of people being unemployed. Um, I think they're going to go more to artificial intelligence, you know, scanning, self-serve. Uh, I also think you're going to see online um, things really soaring with the technology again, because I think another lockdown or another issue with where you know people aren't wanting to go out or they're fearing to go out um i also feel that new laws are going to be rushed in from the government again and there's going to be major changes to the law that make absolutely no sense there i do think we're going to see the police force also fragmenting and this is going back to the whole like martial law side i think we're going to feel more of a harsher presence um, I actually don't see them being police. I don't know if they're actual army police or whether it's kind of like a new, a new police force in some way. Um, they're calling themselves something different, but I think they're going to enforce harsher restrictions. I think you're going to see um, people being brutalized more, okay, um, for minor things, which you would never believe would normally happen. And that could be literally from refusing to wear a mask to not wanting to be tracked and traced. I think you're going to start seeing um, software coming out more with tracing people with um, the face recognition sides of things. Um, it's almost like the whole big brother really watching you. Um, I also feel that a lot of big investors with real estate are going to start trying to get rid of their, their portfolios very quickly. I see certain borders closing again. And again, people not being able to travel to certain countries. Um, I also feel like another kind of depression is coming, but it may be called something different. All right. But I do feel like the underground will be closed again at some point. Um, this is more next year. So I just really feel financially we're going to be feeling it so badly. And that's going to lead to other problems. 
writing. Yeah, I do see that coming. I'll be here to be honest. I think the tension's already rising there, hundred percent, and this is going to be from various things, as I said, with um, a lot of our rights being taken away, um, and also with the fact that unemployment it's going to go it's going to go crazy and i really feel like you know the whole kind of thing in britain you know people have been feeling it's like a cool paid holiday because you know they've been being subsidized by the government but i think there's going to be a rude awakening because the government will get their money back in some way and i think you're going to be seeing that in the next coming months um so yeah there's definitely definitely civil unrest coming um, I do think there may be an issue of our water system coming. I've said this for, again, six months. I don't know if it's going to be right now. It could be in the next 18 months. Now, that may be a virus coming through the water. It could be just water plants playing up. Um, I just see something water and our water system. I do think we're going to see more terror attacks. I can't shake the undergrounds. Um, again, with my posts I've stated, I feel like we've got issues going on under the ground with the pressure pressure buildup, with the earthquakes and the core. But I also think there will be another attempt on a tube station, which is very packed. Um, I think in London there may will be an issue to come around the banking district, which I think may be a potential terror attack. It could be our um, underground train or it could be somewhere else. But I do see big buildings exploding i mean they've already been happening but i just see more things happening and i don't think it's going to be an accident i don't think it's fireworks i do think there's going to be major terror attacks i do think there will be four major terror attacks and i think they're going to be in different locations around the world spaced over the next four months um again i'm not great with my timings but i do think we've got a major event to hit london soon when i say soon Soon can be anything from a few months to six months. But as I said with the spirit world, you know, we don't really have time there. I just feel it's going to be soon. Um, So inflation with the food prices, that's going to go up. I think mass buying is going to come again. I'm not sure what it's all going to be linked to, but I just feel things getting wiped out and shipping issues or shortages um i think australia is going to start having some problems they're going to really start feeling things i think there may be a natural disaster around australia but i think they're really going to feel it on the governmental side i think martial law is going to hit massively in australia um if it already hasn't already been felt i think the covid situation is going to last for around two years okay two years of this whole kind of mask thing and the whole cashless thing it's just it's just another transition to where they're wanting to go with this, with the restrictions. But um, there's going to just be so many rules coming in. Um, so that's kind of what I've been seeing really for the last sort of, I would say, what, 18 months, six months? Yeah. Susan just in chat room said, I've been following your predictions since you mentioned toilet paper shortage. Months ago, it hit hard here, so my eyes and ears are open. Sorry, Bob, you cut out there. Can you say that again? Susan's in the chat room. She said, I have been following your predictions since you mentioned toilet paper short (laughs) months ago. It's hit hard here, so my ears and (laughs) eyes and ears are open. Well, I think toilet paper is going to be the last of your issues. But um, yeah, no, that was kind of one of my off the cuff. It was quite funny at the time. I really didn't read too much into it, not realizing the mayhem, what was going to follow within the next 48 hours of when I predicted it. I mean, I know I joke about it, Um, you know, and to be it's, it's kind of crazy the way spirit works, because obviously, you know, some of my really serious predictions, you know, I'll sit there, I'll tune in, you know, I really work hard on trying to pinpoint what's coming. And with this whole yeah. toilet paper thing, that seems to really rock the nation more than anything. And that li- that literally came to me when I was in the bathroom. And I was just like, okay, this is weird. I just put that out for a laugh, not knowing how serious it would be, actually, kind of the consequences and the, the fights and the mayhem. Oh, so... I- it's crazy how spirit works sometimes. It was horrendous, wasn't it? Horrendous. <laughs> yeah. 
they're fighting over him. Oh, God, the, the shelves were totally empty, completely. Well, I mean, me and my partner, we were sitting pretty because, again, the uh, <laughs> things like it, I kind of was like, I think we need to maybe stock up on a few little things. I mean, we don't go crazy like other people did. But luckily, we've signed up with this company, which is eco-friendly, where they kind of um, deliver it monthly. So you get about like 48.50 uh, rolls in it. So it's just me and my partner. So we obviously don't use too much. Um, so I was all right. So when everyone's like quickly trying to dash out to get it, I'm like, well, I've got a big box. So if this really unfolds to where I think it's going, we're okay. <laughs> That's good anyway, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the, one of the cases I was kind of like thankful for being psychic. I'm like, thank you, spirit. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, but there's so much going to still happen this year. I've always said about martial law will come in sometime. It's already here. We just don't realize it. As I said, they're working very subtly, you know, the whole kind of, as I said, you know, if you, it's like putting a frog into boiling hot water. If you throw it in there straight away, it's, it's going to, boil alive you're going to see it but if you put it into cold water and you crank it up real slow it doesn't realize it's going to get boiled alive it's not going to try and jump out it's going to think oh this is nice it's warming up it's like a little jacuzzi and then before long it's dead and that's what's happening you know you've got the whole right we need to go cashless it's for your safety because money causes germs you know come on really <laughs> money causes some parts of america they've got Coinage shortage already. It's because they're getting rid of it. They don't want coins. They don't want the money. So the whole yeah. shortage thing is just about eliminating it. And then the whole mask, you know, we all need to wear masks for all our protection. Um, and then you have the people saying, if you don't wear it, you're selfish. Well, let me remind you, the same people that are calling out people for being selfish for not wearing it. Well, what were you doing when you were wiping out the supermarkets of food um toilet rolls you know you didn't care about the elderly people you didn't care about mothers trying to feed their babies or have nappies the same people that are pointing the finger now it's true it's literally going to be like the uh, wild west it's like they're all looking out for themselves and i think this is where we're going to see as i said more communes coming together um of people working together and wanting to work within communities to look after each other because you know where it's going it's not it's not a good future and I personally wouldn't if I had children want my children to be growing up with the way it's going with society and the government with what they're going to be enforcing I know in the 60s and 70s going back all them years ago people were starting their own communities then they yeah. look at the future and said, look, let's do house building on our own. You get a plumber, a joiner, electrician, and they all bought some land together, built one house, built another house, and that's what they did. Lots of places around the world. Well, you know what they say, history repeats itself. And right. I just think it's repeating itself. You know, we saw this with the whole Spanish flu thing. You know, there seems to be very eerie things that seem to be kind of following that um so yeah i mean dan what's what's your feeling on all of this i mean dan my partner he's i mean we're a really good mix because he works very much with the healing sides and he works with the astral projection he's psychic as well but he prefers me to do the kind of readings and he likes to do the remote sides don't you yeah i um hello bob how are you I'm doing fine, mate. It's taken 58 minutes, but I've got a word in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I tend to focus more on um, the healing, the metaphysical um, side of things. I, um, I'm a shamanic practitioner. We spoke about that before, didn't we? And so yeah, I kind we... of focus more along that kind of things. And... Um, I've been uh, I've been practicing with astral projection. So, whereas uh, Indigo likes to do the remote viewing side, I prefer to do the astral projection because I feel although um, you can have like a fifty fifty kind of chance of being able to do it, 
you can persevere until you do manage to do it and then from there with a bit of practice the uh, the possibilities are endless really you've certainly been getting us some heat the odd helicopters with a little experiment outside yeah i've been doing uh, <laughs> i've been doing a few experiments a, a with metaphysical healing and also b with the astral projection and we've yeah. noticed a kind of uh, helicopters overhead recently so that's which we found quite interesting what flying over quite regular then yeah, yeah. Whenever I seem to start to focus either on the healing or or on the astral projection, I, um, yeah, definitely. There's there's been a bit of activity overhead. The black Just, helicopters, then. Yeah, I mean, the other day we were sitting outside, and um, I was doing some uh, healing, and um, and there was two of them went over in convoy. Well, that was after we'd just, we'd been doing a remote viewing. We'd been practicing it all day. Um, and then <laughs> Dan had been doing some uh, astral projection and also some uh, Monroe techniques. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were also manipulating kind of uh, energy waves and also kind of practicing with the heart frequency gonna give away all my secrets <laughs> so, so i um uh, i'm i'm reiki attuned um i did that a little while ago um but for me i kind of always felt like there was something more i even said to my partner like it worked don't get me wrong and i've used it very successfully to help people but i always kind of felt like it was a stepping stone and then i recently found out about metaphysical healing which is when you go in on on more of a, a cellular level. And I've been shown that in a few meditations and I didn't quite understand it at first, but then when that's flagged up for me recently, um, it started to make sense really. Cause with the, with the Reiki, where obviously you're um, channeling that universal energy, mm-hmm. the, uh, the metaphysical healing is more when you connect with that person on a one-to-one basis, um, you connect them with an energetic field and, and you heal them on a, on a deep energetic level but i say you heal them you're you're activating their own ability to heal so uh because we're all energy we're all vibrate uh, you know we're all frequencies of, of energy and and we can tap into that universal energy to do that uh reiki is a simple way of doing it but the metaphysical is is on another level you can do so much with it sounds so good and i'm sure you, you're a, a fantastic healer uh, I've, I've got, I've had a, yeah, I mean, I've, um, I've seen quite a few people and it's interesting because I tend to, I tend to use my initiative when I do it. So uh, each time is different in all honesty. Whereas I know with the, I mean, I'm not sure are you, are you, are you aware of uh, the, the, the Reiki attunements and, and how Reiki healing works? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure there's people out there don't. Yeah, so I mean, when you when you are attuned as a Reiki healer, you, you do a bit of learning, and then I mean, I'm I'm under the um, Master Usi kind of concept of Reiki. There's angelic Reiki. There's there's all kinds of different versions of it, and it all primarily goes into the same thing. But um, but you use symbols effectively, which you which you draw either in your mind's eye or, or with your hand over the person, and that channels specific energy into them. So. Um, but with that, obviously, I feel in that way because you're channeling certain energy, you're you're limited, and it also confused me because when you're doing the the Reiki healing, sometimes there's like four different symbols you have to draw with a different one in between each one, and it can get very complicated. And I thought there must be something much more simpler than this, and that's kind of what the metaphysical side is. Um, so, I've, I've, but also sometimes I've used mediumship or psychic. I mean, I had someone come to me. And that when they sat in front of me, I had a flash of intestines with little nodules on, and and straight away I, I knew they had colitis, and they were quite surprised that, that I knew that just by kind of sitting there. And I said, "Well, I've just been shown it, you know." But it's sometimes you can get symbols when healing people. Sometimes you get um, words, you know, like. And I think I think it's different for different people. I mean, I, um, sometimes I mean I've had some people who have gone away and said, oh, I didn't really feel anything. But then months later, they've messaged and said, oh, my God, like, this has happened, or da-da-da, and I know it's this. So um, it's quite um, – it's, it's very interesting. It always fascinated because I'm, I'm quite skeptical in a way. There's a lot of people out there who um, 
who do who say they do these things and and i and i think sometimes not not everyone is as honest as they could be so to have that confirmation from from a client i mean i always follow up with people but when i have yeah. that confirmation from them that you know what well, actually they've had something from it and it's helped them um that amazes me i mean even recently with the with obviously this virus stuff i've been doing some remote healing uh using skype and and zoom and things like that to have appointments with people and um, although, again, when you do your training, you know, they, you can they say you can do that. Obviously, I, I hadn't done that much with that. So but just having that faith that you can do that, I've, I've had very positive results, even with people all over the world. Well, I think it's absolutely wonderful what you do. Um, a good friend of mine called Estella, I'll have to put you onto her. Uh, she lives in Bricklington. She does that sort of healing as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing. I'll uh, I'll put you on to her. Um, she's lovely as well, um, but sh- she works very similar to what you do. Oh, really? Mm, she does. I, yeah. I think I think a lot of people sometimes get hung up on this system, that system. You know, uh, you know, you've got the angelic Reiki, you've got you've got the Master Usi Reiki, you've got, you know, or uh, trance healing, for example. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of research into a lot of different versions and until I kind of, again, found the metaphysical side of things, all of it kind of felt like there was something missing. And I kind of realized that if you put yourself in a box, then you're limiting yourself to the space within that box. Whereas if everyone has this natural ability, um, I think, in all honesty, to varying degrees, um, but once you learn to tap into that and channel it, you can you can really do limitless things. I'm laughing because we did a little competition, didn't we? Because <clears throat> Dan said to me some time ago, he's like, oh, I think anyone can be precognitive. I think anyone can do what you do. And I said to him, I, I disagree. I said, I don't think everyone has precognitive <laughs> abilities. I don't think everyone has um, remote viewing ability. I mean, you can you can learn it, but it doesn't mean you're going to be like accurate and and good with it. I do think that everyone has a psychic ability. You know, it goes back to the primal cave state. But um, so we had a little wager, and he yeah. said, "Let's do a bet that I can become precognitive by the end of the year." Um, I think I asked for 18 months, didn't I, so I could practice. I think I kind of made it. I took the stakes up a bit more, and I was like, no, by the end of the year. Yeah, you said, no, you've got a year. <laughs> a year to come up with something precognitive, to give me a precognitive world event. So, right. Uh, we, we bet £50, pounds, didn't we? <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so, so why don't you I tell like, them what? I can't I remember you. Just one question before you go, Susan, she said, this is for Dan. Dan, do you believe that a person can be born attuned to Reiki without having some someone to attune, attune to you? Well, this is the thing. I mean, like, for example, Master Usi, um, he, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, um, I'm not very good uh, with remembering key things like that, but he... He went and meditated under a waterfall while he was in a monastery and he re- he received the attunements from the universe. So as much as maybe you're not necessarily born with it, I do believe that you can, if you are chosen, for example, or, um, you know, you go through a key thing, I think that you can be attuned from a universal point of view. I don't think you necessarily have to rely on someone else who is attuned to do that for you. Um, I mean, the, the attunement effectively is, you, you know, you can i mean you could um i mean it's basically just putting those symbols into the various chakra points so uh, but i think the thing is again with with the reiki it's using a key set of symbols so it's i'm not sure really in all honesty because the 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 likelihood of someone being attuned i mean you could be attuned at birth and then and then kind of see the symbols later on and then connect with them. So yes, I believe in that regards, but I've never heard of anyone who from a young age has just been doing the symbols themselves without any external kind of influence, if that makes sense. Um, 
but again, I mean, there's various ways of healing, and I, I certainly found because I've, I've healed for a long time, in all honesty, even before I did the Reiki stuff. But I found I was using my own kind of energy to do so, and it left me feeling really tired and run down a lot of the time. Mm. So when I, when I received my attunements, that kind of opened up my connection to the universe. I found my psychic mediumship kind of grew, and it's continued to do so. And, and again, my healing practices, I, I've been able to do them, and, I, and now as a result, I feel lighter and with more energy whenever I do that kind of work. Right, we've just about well, we've we've run over time, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We have to get Dan on the show anyway. What you <laughs> yeah, have to do? What we'll have to do sometime? We'll have to do a show with both of you on from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or what we do is uh, I'll send him to go out on an errand, and I'll. Uh, and I'll have a quick show with you. Both, <laughs> send so I can me get to a word the remote in. view. <laughs> send me to do the remote like. viewing. And, uh... Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. Well, thank you both for coming on the show. Um, my guest on Wednesday, you like this as well, Indigo. Her name is Patricia Moder. Um, she's an international known psychic medium, remote viewer, and founder of the Psychic Awareness Retreats. Oh, I'd definitely be tuning into that. Yeah, she's um, she just does some film work with um, oh I can't remember his name. Oh, I, I should know him as well. He's he's on coast to coast. George Newry. She's just been doing uh, a show with him. Um, but she's supposed to be absolutely out of this world. This woman, uh, she's really good as well. Um, she's done the missing persons, bringing closure to victims, homicides, kidnapping. Unexplained disappearances. In addition to locating missing persons, Patricia teaches psychic development, guided meditation, meets privately with clients around the globe. So oh, wow. you'll have to get friends with her as well. Um, yeah, I'd love to connect with could, her. This could be it. Anyway, so thank you to Susan being the producer of the show. So this is on Wednesday, Patricia Monner. Um, so that's the 19th of August, Wednesday the 19th of August. Um, she's mounted time, so she's 1 o'clock mounted time, um, 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Pacific, and 8 p.m. in the UK. That's this Wednesday coming, the 19th of August. Um, she's a fabulous psychic medium. So tune in on Wednesday. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>